0: Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel and I'm Erin, and we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, ladies, we are back with another amazing guest. Today we have with us Tiffany Wynn. Tiffany is a wife, a girl mom, and former people pleaser who built a multiple six-figure network marketing empire and coaching business by capitalizing on one thing: confidence. Tiffany claimed her ambition, and instead of letting her business overwork her, she took her biggest limiting beliefs and made them her superpower to create a life and business that went from striving to thriving. Like How many of us are just at that point where we're striving? We're just there. So super excited as we dive in, but I want to also note, that she has created soul systems and strategies that connected her soul goals so that she could ditch the hustle and grind for grit and grace and build a business that not only filled her bank account, but her heart, soul, and purpose too. The same girl that swore she was unlikable now leads a team of over 3,500 women doing millions of dollars in sales a year. She got bold with her belief fierce with her faith and started taking audacious aligned action. And she's now on a mission to show other women who may be doubting their potential or dimming their light, how they can use their unique gifts and strengths to glow up, show up and blow up too. So obviously this is going to be an incredible conversation because who doesn't want to talk about all those things and coming from a place of you know, somebody who, who didn't believe in herself and had so much doubt and fear. And she flipped it on its head and turned around and now empowers women to go out there and just take back their life and rock it with confidence. So thank you so much, Tiffany, for joining us today and let's get started. I'm, I mean, I'm intrigued. I, I want to know more about the story. Like yes. how did we get here? Yes. Thank you so
1: much for having me. Yeah. I, I, it's so crazy when I look back at, you know, even just three, four years ago, I see the transformation in myself and it just, it continues to blow my mind. I try to put myself back in that place often. So I can just remember how far I have come. Um, Cause I think sometimes when we are in the moment and we're just looking at where we're at right now, it can be so easy to feel like, oh my gosh like. I'm not where I want to be yet. Like I still have so much more I want to do. But then when I look back and I'm like, wow, where I started is just a complete transformation. So yeah, I feel like for me, the transformation really started when I started to just really dissect who I was. And I think when it comes down to figuring out who we are, I think it's like a thing people are like, you have to find yourself and all of those things. And so for me, what really helped me was not trying to find myself, but more so trying to uncover all of the things that I thought that I was supposed to be so that I could find who Tiffany was at my core. Mm -hmm. So instead of looking outside of myself to figure out who I was, I really dug inward to figure out who I was. And so It was just a matter of me looking at all of the pieces of who I thought I was, who I thought I needed to be, the things that I was doing that I felt like I had to do because that's what everyone else was doing or the things that I felt like the ways that I needed to be because that's what I thought I needed to be to be successful and really just breaking it down and looking at it and saying like, why do I feel like I need to be this person or why do I feel like I need to do these things and really identifying what truly made me, me, what made me happy, who I was at my core without all of what society said is, you know, successful or what, you know, my upline in my business said was the right thing to do. And just really figuring out what my desires were, who I have always been, and just getting back to those things.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean everything that you just said. I, I'm sitting it's like nodding my head. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm literally relating to every single thing that you just said, and it's so true because how many times do we lose ourselves, and you know, and it robs us of our identity. We lose ourselves along the way of trying to be somebody else. But yet, I think for me, I'm speaking on personal experience here. But I think more of it was on the doing aspect to do all the things because we see uh, that we're watching everyone else on the sideline, do all the things that we want to do in life. And we're just like, oh my gosh, I want that. And I want to do this and I want to do that. And I want, uh, you know, I want to have this life, this quality of life. And in that process of the doing and the having, we forget about the being and in the being is where we just kind of get bombarded and we're told, you know, who to be to do all those things. Right.
1: Exactly. Oh, exactly. yes.
0: Oh, can relate a hundred percent on that. Yes. And so what were some of those like beliefs that you felt either you inherited or society or, you know, culture or like, you know, what were some of those? Because I think for those listening could be like, well, I'm not exactly sure what they mean by a limiting belief. Like, I don't know what that is in context of my life.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, one of the biggest things for me and and just really owning who I am and, you know, becoming more confident was realizing that a lot of the things that I thought were not good characteristics of a person were things that I picked up from listening to other people or believing things that I heard other people say. Growing up. So one of the biggest ones for me was I felt like I couldn't be myself. I felt like I couldn't be confident. Like I couldn't be, you know, the loud, like bold, boisterous, like peppy, happy Tiffany, because And this is like a very specific story, but I I feel like this is what happens to most people is it comes down to these specific stories that we go through, these circumstances, these situations that come up for us throughout our lifetime. And we attach ourselves to that belief. And so for me, it was when I was in, I think it was either sixth or seventh grade, And I was a cheerleader and we had our cheer camp over the summer. And so I was there with some girls from other schools in our area. And as my team was getting ready to perform, I heard some girls from a different school say, she thinks she's all that as I walked by. And in my, you know, seventh, eighth grade head, that became, you cannot be like bold, you can't show up confidently. You can't show up, you know, with your light and being magnetic because people are going to think you think you're better than them. People are going to think that you think you are, you know, too good or things like that. And so for so much of my life, I dimmed my light. Because I was afraid that that was going to make other people feel uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. that that was going to make other people think that I was cocky or that I was better than them. And that's not what it is at all. That's just who I am at my core is someone who is like bright and I do just shine. And it's not because I'm trying to outshine anyone else. That's just who I am at my core. And so for me, that was one of the biggest things that I realized that I was really hiding myself so much. And I was so afraid of letting myself just be and letting myself be bold and be bright and be like fully Tiffany, because I didn't want people to have that opinion of me. And so when I really like let that go and really just, I use the word healed from that experience, like lightly, because I know there's healing that happens from like Big traumas and things like that. But at the, but at the same time, this was something that altered my life in a major way. And it made me show up in just a completely different way for so many years. And so once I realized that I started to just be like, it is okay to be a bright light. It is okay for me to be confident. And my confidence doesn't mean that I think I'm better than anyone. It just means that I think I am good enough for me, right? Like confidence. I think a lot of times we, people think confidence means that you are comparing yourself to other people when really confidence is just, I, I like me, right? Like yeah, yeah. confidence is not. I like me better than you. It's I like me because I like me. And so for me, that was a huge Uh aha moment that allowed me to start to show up so much more boldly. And I know for a fact that that is one of the reasons why I was able to grow and scale and build my business the way that I have been, because I stopped playing small. I stopped showing up small and I stopped letting myself like hide in the corner because I was afraid that I was going to be too much for people, or I was afraid that people were going to think, you know, these things about me. And I just let myself be me. And in doing that, people started to gravitate towards me because I wasn't hiding anymore. I was like letting myself show up and people were attracted to that.
0: Oh my goodness. So anyone listening, seriously, you need to probably rewind that because that was so profound and such a comparable story, because I think, you know, a lot of these uh, narratives, right, Our limiting beliefs are developed at such a young age. and, And, you know, maybe it could have been in your house or in school or something like that, you know, and and when we're in those situations and I love that you had mentioned how, you know, seventh, eighth grade girls, you know, we're, we're still trying to find ourselves and we're just young girls that are just, we don't know who we are, but yet we see somebody so bright that it, they become inferior, make us feel inferior, but yet that's not our responsibility. Even now as adults to when we, when that happens, it's our responsibility to nip that and be like, you know, that, that stops today. But as young girls, we don't know, and we're just trying to find our way, but more importantly, we're just looking to be accepted and to fit in. And it's something that you realize as an adult. It's not about fitting in. It's about belonging. When you belong, you're. It's because you're innately you. So there's yes. a difference of fitting in and and belonging. And so, uh, you know, in in this right. And it's and it took me, I don't know long, long time, like probably in the past 10 years or so that I've recognized that. And I was like, why did I think that I had to fit in this whole time? But it like my fitting in was a way for me to feel connected, to feel like I was seen, that I was heard, that people noticed me. And now as we start to reclaim that power and stop playing small and and not dim our light just to make others feel better about themselves, it's about becoming that light and letting that light shine through you and becoming that light for the world. That like you said, the light attracts, right? So it get like it brings us hope, it brings us encouragement, it, it brings us inspiration to knowing who is our light, right? So it's it's a beautiful thing. And when we take that that light and we try to dim it out or, you know. Put it under under a basket, right? You know, like we're hiding it. Yep. Who is that serving, right? So it may have made that girl feel good for a moment, but yet she probably was playing small in her own light and and dimming it. And so, how many times do we see this pattern repeat throughout life? But I mean, it's a beautiful story that what you shared, and I love that you had that revelation where you're just like, "No, you know what? This was the light, and I'm going to let the shine because." I don't know who not to be if I can't be me and I love me. So I'm going to shine as bright as I can be. And so that is something that, you know, when we talk about confidence, it can be misconstrued as arrogance and cockiness and, and you're better than, and like you said, no, it's none of that. It's because I love me. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so confident in who I am that I don't care if, if I have to, you know, be the brightest light in this, in this room, I'm going to be me. Exactly, And so it's such a, oh my gosh, good story there because it's, it's so relatable and anyone listening, seriously, go back and listen to it or find a story that's similar that in your life, where have you been told or believed that you need to play small to dim your light, to, you know, lower your standards or your expectations or become something that's not you for the sake of other people. And that was something, you know, in my own journey is like, I don't want to live for other people. I want to live for me. Like exactly. I'm here to be me. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's really the, the inner confidence. Like you said, when you get to be you, then nobody can strip that of you. And there's nothing more confident about owning yourself than truly showing up as the unique individual that you were gifted and created to be. 100%. Beautiful. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yes. And so how, how long, I'm just kind of curious, how long did that kind of, you know, it was a little bit of duality, I would assume in, in like a conflict, right. You feel that tug of war inside.
1: Absolutely. I mean, and still like that, like I tell my team and my clients all the time, like they're like, ah, but I still feel, you know, these feelings come up and I'm like, it's, it's a matter of you choosing not to believe that story anymore every single day. So like, I still have moments where I'm like, I should tone it down or like, I'm probably being too much. I'm probably like, let me not do that. That's too much. Like tone it down. People are going to be annoyed. People are going to blah, blah. And so I still have those voices come up and it's just a matter of me looking at that and saying, Oh, that belief came back up again. Let's shut it down. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that anymore. My new belief is this. My new belief is that it is safe for me to be fully me. My new belief is that I can show up and shine. And that does not take away from anyone else's light, you know, like just replacing those beliefs, because the thing about a belief is that it's just a thought that you've repeated to yourself so many times that your brain, your subconscious accepts that as your truth now. And so for years, right like for 20 something years probably i was believing this this thing about myself and so oh it's not going to happen overnight where that belief just goes away right mm-hmm. like you've been telling yourself that for so many years you've been telling yourself that it's not okay for you to be too too much like that you've been telling yourself that it's not okay for you to be bright you've been telling yourself that it's not okay to whatever your situation is so it's going to take time to replace that belief with the new one, to replace those thoughts with the more empowering belief that you now want to accept as your truth. And so when you have those thoughts come up that say those things, it's a matter of just having the awareness to catch the belief and throw it out and just be like, Nope, we're not doing that today. Like I get to be me. I it's okay for me to show up the way that I want to show up. It's okay for me to do things my way. And it's just over and over and over again, replacing that belief. Anytime that it comes up that you start to feel that doubt or that, you know, insecurity around it again.
0: Right. And and we all have that, right? We all have those limiting beliefs, those beliefs that will tell us we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, we're not pretty enough, we're not accredited enough, we're, we're just not enough, right? And so in that narrative, there's two voices, and it's whatever one we're choosing to pay attention to, right? So exactly. if we start choosing, you know, shifting our attention to believing that negative and those the negativity and the lies and the inner critic, but on the other side is also the same voice that's just trying to get a little little peep in there right like hey you know what yes. you really you really are good enough and you're like oh, yeah i don't believe that right so exactly. what if we shift choose consciously to choose and shift our attention to say hey, wait, what is that little little whisper I'm hearing? And tuning your ear into that because now it allows you to pay attention and, start, and, and whatever we give attention to, right? It will continue to grab our focus, our attention. We're giving it the power. We're intentionally looking for evidence and proof in this world to support that belief. So exactly. if we start shifting, we say, you know, like all the good stuff that that is positive and maybe just flipping that script, literally I'm not who I am, we can yep. start now intentionally seeking out the positive to reinforce that new belief and dropping those those little proofs into our buckets that we now carry around as evidence to support this new belief and like you said you have to keep that practice because it's almost impossible to go throughout your whole life believing something and just say it once or twice or even you know 20 times but it's about intentionally seeking that out and you have to open your mind ears and your eyes to see what is possible as well.
1: 100%. Yeah, and one of my favorite stories or like just lessons that really was so pivotal for me and I'm going to get like the details of this probably wrong, but I just remember hearing the story once and it was about a Native American family, I believe, and the grandfather was telling the children a story about two wolves and there was Mm -hmm. a good wolf and there was a bad wolf. And at the end of the story, you know, the kids were like, well, which wolf wins? And the grandfather said the one that you feed. Yes. And so that just was like so huge for me because I, I just think that a lot of times people think, well, I still have these negative thoughts or I still have these limiting beliefs. And it's like, We all do, you know, Mm -hmm. like we, we all are going to have them. They're never going to just like completely disappear, but which one are you going to feed? You know, are you going to feed and buy into those beliefs that are telling you that you can't or telling you that you're no, never going to get the desires that you want, or are you going to feed and buy into the belief that says you have like everything you need to. Be, to achieve, you have all the things. You're perfect as you are. Like all of those things, which one are you going to feed?
0: Right, and that's uh, you, you know, I'm familiar with that that story as well. And I don't know if it's like a a, a folklore or something like that, but it's it's I one of those stories is, yeah. that have been passed around for generations and centuries. Yeah, but and it's so true because again, what we're choosing to tune into or give attention to. That's where our energy is going in. So if we find ourselves in this like bogged down, just feeling filled with self-doubt, some fear, uncertainty, the unknown, right? Which we all encounter. And and here we are on the Confident Woman podcast. And clearly, I I mean, to be transparent, I'm not always confident. In fact, I'm going through a season right now where I'm filled with self-doubt, but I have to be so conscious and aware to say today, I'm choosing to believe all the positive things because- is we embark into something new, we don't know all the answers. And so there's little in our in our like little track history belt to pull from, and be like, oh, I remember when that time that happened. We don't have anything. We're literally stepping into the unknown. And we're just grasping for something so that we can feel supported. And if we lean on the same support in the evidence that we had before that we've been collecting in that bucket, discard that bucket. Like don't even bring it in, into this like new darkness that we're walking into. We got to yeah. leave that. And you know, self-doubt is the you know, the, the opposite of, of that confidence. Right. So we talk about that inner confidence. And like you said, everything is within. And so what was something that was really like this catalyst that, that really changed in your life that, you know, brought you up on this like trajectory, like, you know what, now I've got myself, I found myself, I'm boldly showing up, I'm no longer well playing small. And I'm doing this in my business in my life and watch me, right? I mean, did you even have that confidence yet at that moment? Like, watch me. But maybe it kind of grew as you continued, you know, pouring into yourself.
1: Yeah, it absolutely grew. I think it was like, like there was like this ignition that turned on in me initially. But again, there was like this battle of like, oh my gosh, am I really doing this? Oh my gosh, I probably shouldn't do this. But I think as I continue to show up, so there is that consistency that really was so powerful for me because as I started to do it, I started to see the shift in other people. I started to see people seeing me differently. I started to attract people in a different way. And so that really was like really motivating for me. And that really also helps me to step into even more confidence because I was seeing the result of me, you know, choosing to show up and choosing to not listen to those voices and choosing to be, you know, fully myself and okay with that. And so it really was like a process. It was like this initial click of the switch and then just a gradual, like building of momentum that happened.
0: Yeah. And it's, and it's uh, pretty cool when, when you start making that conscious choice to start moving forward in the direction you want to go, and as you do so, you start seeing these little successes, these little steps of progress, and it becomes almost like, in a you know, for lack of better words, it's almost almost like addicting. You're like, oh, I want more, I want yes. more, and and it's and it's so fulfilling that it gives you like this this high in a sense, like how could I have lived the other way? Like, this is so good. Absolutely. It's fun. It's beautiful. It's magical, like all these things. And like you said, you became that magnet because when you get to live on purpose, and it's not just when we're, okay, we find our purpose, right? It's about living on purpose. You're just almost in that flow and people are just attracted because they're like, wow, she makes it look so easy and confident and I want what she's got. And so yeah. confidence is like, for me, confidence was always, a thing that i felt other people had that i admired. It was mm-hmm. something that i thought they were like born with or they yes. they they like basically bought it off the shelf kind of thing. Yes. And and you kind of wonder like how did they get it and i didn't. And yes. And we're telling you right now that's how you do it. You choose. Your superpower is choice. You 100%. have the power to choose. Yes, and i love that you're, you know, the consistency and you're watching this transformation take place and all of a sudden now you're like wow, I'm on a roll. What else is possible? What else could be made if I really push that boundary and step further into it? And now I'm bringing 3,500 plus women along with me. Mm -hmm. I mean, wow. Yes. 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 That's exactly how, I mean,
1: I say exactly what you just said all the time, that confidence is literally a choice. It's a choice to choose that you are going to not let other people's opinions affect you, that you're not going to compare yourself to anyone else, that you're going to just look at yourself and just choose to own every part of you. That is what confidence is. And that is a choice. And I used to have the same mindset that you did thinking that you know confidence was like, a character trait that people mm-hmm. are born with. You know, it's like you have green eyes. Oh, you were born with confidence. And I wasn't, you know, like, right. yeah, exactly. that was like one of those things, like it was just, I thought it was just something that people ha- like inherited, you know, kind of a thing. And then, so when I realized like, no, like I, I can be confident, like I get to be confident. And so for me, a lot of it, and, and I know, I don't like the term fake it till you make it Mm -hmm. because I feel like that just insinuates that it's not real. For me, I love to think of it as acting as if. So for me, in the beginning, a lot of it was acting as if because I didn't feel confident, like as confident as I really wanted to be. But I knew if I just acted as if, I had the confidence. Eventually it would come. And so I would, you know, for example, like if I'm about to go live or something and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, I don't, I don't know if like, I'm going to get the right words. I'm going to mess up. This is not going to be crazy. And then I would just tell myself like, Nope, act as it like act as if you have the confidence when you press that live button, you turn it on. You are the most confident person. You feel great about yourself. You are, you know, you have this just magnetic energy when you go live act as if. And so for me, it was just thinking about, all right, who is next level Tiffany? Who is the Mm -hmm. Tiffany that is, you know, the most confident? Who is the Tiffany that has the things already that I desire right now? How does she show up? How does she move? What does she do? What decisions does she make? Like, how is she showing up? And so I started to act as if I was that person who had those things already before I ever got there. And so when I had a team of like two people, I would act as if I had a team of 3,000, right? And so I would show up and I would do things in a way like I already had that thing that I desired before I ever got it. And so a lot of that, my confidence was built through showing up like the person I wanted to be before I really felt like I was her
0: internally. Mm, I love that. And it's so, so, so true, right? Because again, we hear that fake it till you make it. And the reality is it's not, it it doesn't feel authentic to you, but when you're consistently showing up, you know, giving your best, like you might have this highest version of yourself, this vision of who this, this confident version is. And all you got to do is say kind of like, well, how would that version act today? Well, how, What would that version say today? How would that version dress today? And you start, you know, kind of stepping into her. It's almost like, uh, you know, a movie role, right? So we have the wardrobe, we have the makeup, we, we have the mm-hmm. script of what you say. And so instead of getting so caught up in the perfectionism of it, like, but I don't have all those things. What would that version of you say? What would that version of you think or act, or who would they hang out with? Right. So we have to create this version of the confident woman. And so, you know, it's all through like, kind of like a trial and error because you're going to mess up and you got to give yourself grace and just be like, oh, that wasn't the, you know, kind of missed the mark on that one. Great. So next time, you know, now what to do. And we can't look at it as like, I failed. I missed the mark. I'm not going to do it. So I'm just going to go back and play small and just do, you know, the mundane things that don't bring you joy and light you up. But yet really, if that's the version you want, you got to keep showing up for her. Yes. And the
1: reality,
0: first time you do anything it's never good, right? It's kind of, you suck. It's a flop, you know, but again, confidence creates this courage, right? This desire. So you have to courageously go after whatever it is you want to accomplish in life. And so you were doing this and now you're leading these women and you're building your six figure businesses and, and, and just really your, you've taken this embodiment of some girl who was told that she was just dim your light we just want to shine so that you're, you know, can you just tone it down a little bit to somebody who's just like, I'm shining as bright as can be, and watch me. I'm bringing all these women with me, and we are living yes. our best lives. Like, how empowering is that?
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's just, I mean, every day that I look at like what I'm creating, it's just like, wow, this is so wild to think. Yeah. So I know like there's probably so many women who have these dreams and these desires on their heart, and they feel like. But who am I to be able to, to, you know, do that? Who am I to be able to have these things or accomplish this? And I just want to encourage you to not look at who you are right now, but look at who you are becoming. Mm -hmm. Because when you look at, I think about celebrities, at one point, they were just a regular person who had a dream, who had a desire, who, you know, Wanted this thing and they went after it, and now like everybody knows their name, right? So I think about myself kind of in the same way not that I want to become a celebrity, I nobody would want to hear me sing or (laughs) act or any of that, but I think about myself and I think about like right now, yeah, maybe I don't feel like I would be capable of X, Y, and Z, but the person I'm becoming can, the person that I'm becoming will be able to do those things. And so for me, a lot of what has helped me become who I am and helped me with my confidence and helped me to continue to scale and grow as a person and in my business has been me looking at myself and doing things, not from where I am right now, but thinking about like, who am I becoming? And this is something that I do like in my life in all the roles, like as a wife, like All right, maybe I don't feel like I'm doing great right now, but the wife that I'm becoming does these things. The wife that I'm becoming acts this way. The wife that I'm becoming, you know, this is who she is. You know, as a mom, I'm like, oh, you know, like it's a wild ride. And I'm like, right now, I feel like I'm failing or I feel like I'm blah, blah, blah. But the mom that I'm becoming, she's this and she's that. And she has these things and she shows up like this. And so I just continue to step into higher levels of myself over and over and over again. And I feel like that is what allows me to continue to grow and continue to scale in my life and in my business, because I never let myself get stuck with where I'm at.
0: Yes. And it's in the becoming is the journey. That's the progress. Like each day is a step closer. And, and you know, in this journey, it's not like we ever just arrive and be like, all right, made it. I'm yep. done. Like yep, done. <laughs> then, then what, like, what's next for you? You know, it's like, it's yeah. a constant evolution and like a shedding of our old so that we can continue to be made new. And it's like, okay. so what's this newness look like? What's the next challenge? What's the next opportunity? What's the next level? And so you always asking yourself like that next, but also being mindful to like, also be present in the here and now to really, yes. really in, you know, embrace this today's version yes. because tomorrow is going to be a different version. And if we're constantly yes. shooting for the next, we miss out on the present. So true.
1: Yes, right. absolutely. Yes. One of my favorite quotes to, you know, remind myself of, remind my clients of is grateful for where I'm at right now, excited for where I'm going. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just staying in this place where you're like, I'm so grateful. Like, like I said, in the beginning, like looking back, you know, I I try to remind myself to look backwards sometimes to see how far I've come and be grateful for where I'm at right now, be grateful for the progress that I've made and the growth that I've made and just be like in the moment now, but also at the same time being excited about where I'm going. So it's like this, this duality and balance of both, which I think both are really important.
0: Yeah. So you hit the nail on the head right there because it is, you know, if we're so focused on like, get me out of wherever this, the sticking point is as quickly as possible. We miss the lessons that are happening and that's in the growth, the, you know, it's growing pains, right? It's in those yes. growth spurts. And so what, what's something that you do to kind of ground yourself and bring you back to the present moment so that you can really relish in all the things that you have done and be grateful for them instead of saying, okay, but it's not enough. Cause I'm not there yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that I do is I um, do a gratitude, I have a gratitude journal and I will write in that gratitude journal every day. And so I list out some of the things I'm grateful for. Sometimes it's a list. Sometimes I journal out just like what I feel on my heart. And I just take a moment to reflect and allow myself to just look around and be like really in the moment, be really present. A lot of my growth getting to where I am now was done, like I said, through striving and through hustle and like going so fast that I never stopped to really look around. And so now so much like a a huge part of my like daily practice and just what I consider to be a business strategy for me is to take some time to like, just be in the present. And so that looks like taking time in the middle of the day to just sit and play with my kids. I have two little girls, almost two and five. And so I'll just take time in the middle of the day to just sit and play with them. And while as I'm doing that, I just am able to be like, wow, I once for this, Like I once, I once desired this so deeply and here it is like it's here, it's happening. And so just soaking in that feeling, soaking in that moment. And I, I try to do that often. Just remember to soak in certain moments, certain experiences, things that are happening. I'll just, and, and it doesn't even have to be like big, massive things like, oh, we're going on vacation or anything like that. It could just be in your day-to-day life, just pausing And just soaking it in every now and then. So it might be like, as I'm cooking dinner and like my kids are playing with my husband, I'll stop for a moment and turn around and just like, wow, look at this. Like, look at this family that I have. Like, I remember desiring this so deeply at one moment and just soaking that moment in, or if we're all on the couch watching TV, it's, it seems like such a mundane thing, but pausing to soak that in. So it's just being really intentional about looking around And just soaking in those moments and really just locking in that thing. Because I think gratitude is a business strategy. Gratitude shows that you are grateful for what you have accomplished now. And that's so big for me because it's so easy, I think, to get caught up in what's next. Like you were saying, Mm -hmm. what's the next thing? But when you show that you're grateful for what you have right now, I feel like it opens up so much more of that to come to you. So when you're like, oh my gosh, look at, you know, these three clients that I have, and it might seem like, oh, but I really want 20. It's like, no, just soak in that moment of being like, so grateful for those three humans who've like chosen to work with you. And Be grateful for that because that's what's going to unlock the door to, you know, getting the 20. So just being really intentional about soaking in those moments and, and just locking in that gratitude that you have for where you're at.
0: Yes. Oh, such great tips there because seriously, we, we forget, you know, and like gratitude can seem a little bit like woo woo sometimes you're like, oh, you know, I'm thankful for the, you know, sun, moon and stars and like move on and it just sounds pretty cliche, but like you said you you know, gratitude is, it's an attitude. It's takes what we, what we feel that we don't have enough of and makes it enough. When we think that we don't have all the things in our life and you take a moment, like you said, pausing and you're like my beautiful children. I prayed for that one day, this Mm -hmm. loving home. I prayed for that. Right. So what are we, what are we praying for? And then when, when we're gifted this, we're just like, yeah, thanks, God, it's not good enough. Like, Right, next, exactly, next, what's next, next? Yeah, you're throwing <laughs> it back I mean, in let's his face. Check it off, let's keep right. going. Like, oh! Throw it back in his face, and, but then you're sitting there like, but I want more of this, and, and you're going to get like, no, because you don't even appreciate what I'm giving you, exactly. so why would I, why would I hand you your dream? Exactly. You haven't even stopped to pause and appreciate it. You haven't been grateful. In fact, it hasn't even changed you enough, so you're not prepared for that next calling, and that dream requires a new version of you, and if you're not willing to do that work, Well, the dream's going to sit there because that's the promise, right? Oh, good. So good. I remember
1: my mom used to always tell me to take care of what you have right now, Mm -hmm. if you ever want more. And so I carry that into so many different aspects of my life because it just reminds me that God will gift you blessings. And when you show him that you are appreciative of it and that you're grateful for it, that then he's going to continue to allow those blessings to come. And I think, I mean, I think about it, like as a parent, if my I give something to my kids and they're like, Oh my gosh, thank you, mommy. I'm just like, Oh, yeah. I'll give you the whole world. If I could, you know, it just like makes you feel so grateful when you see other people being appreciative of the things that you're doing for them And so I tried to remember that. And I think, I mean, even things as small as like taking care of my car, I would be like, oh, if I want a better car one day, like I need to make sure that I'm taking care of this one. I need to make sure that like, I'm keeping it clean and not letting it become like, a trash can, which is so easy to do when yes. you have pizza, who just like throw stuff on the floor and don't care, you know? So I'm just like, All right, but I have to take care of this if I ever want more. And so I apply that to just so many areas of my life and my business, like taking care of the one client that you get, take care of that person, treat them like you know, they're the best client in the world, treat your business. Like it's the million dollar business that you desire, even when you're only making $500, you know? So like just taking care of the things that you have is such a great way to open yourself up to more.
0: Wow. Yeah. That was, that was to wrap everything up. I mean, that is exactly, you know, really the golden nugget right there. It's like, we're, you're not going to get more if you don't appreciate what you have. And like you said, that, that comes down to, you know, if we look at the material things to the, the immaterial things, like, you know, this body that we have, right. Like we're never satisfied. We want somebody else's body, but yes. what are we doing to take care of this? Our business, we want a better business, but what are we doing for that? And so even, even, oh my gosh, we are looking over the fence and saying this other couple has the, you know, marriage goals, hashtag marriage goals. Yes. Well, are you taking care of your own marriage? Are you taking care of your own relationships? And we, so we can't be peeking over the fence and wondering why we don't have what they have when we haven't even poured, you know, gratitude or, or made the efforts to pour into ours. And so the difference between that person and you is, is that person is they're willing to do the work. They're willing to show up and give it their best, right? So they're watering that grass. And you're just, you're just kind of sitting there like, well, I'll just wait, you know, when it rains and yes, living in a desert, right? Yes. I
1: love that. Don't wait for the rain. That is such like, um, that, that's so good to just keep that imagery, like go water your grass. Don't wait for it to rain. Like you have a water hose, you can take care of it. Like control the controllables is really how I look at things like there's, of course, there's going to be things in life that come up that you have no control over that are out of your control. But when you control the things that you can manage the things that you do have control over, it can be the biggest difference maker in, you know, your life when you're, Focused on like, what do I have control over? I have control over my attitude. I have control over, you know, how I show up. I have control over those things. Yeah. I might not be able to control anyone else. I might not be able to control, you know, certain circumstances, but what can I control? And really taking ownership of that is so huge.
0: Right. And again, it goes back to the power of choice, like you choosing what you do, you know, so how you choose determines your direction. And, you know, if that's the destiny that you want to, to achieve, then cool. You know, you gotta, you gotta go back and take personal responsibility and accountability for how you're showing up. And so, I mean, this, this conversation has just been incredible. And so what's next for you? I mean, you're on this role, right? Like, you know, there is no ceiling. You're just like, I'm going, I'm going. So what's, what's next for Tiffany?
1: Yeah, so I am currently really focused on growing my coaching business. So I work with women who have businesses who want, you know, to go through the experience that I went through, who want more confidence, who want to make a bigger impact and a bigger income and really just helping them to find their light and shine their light so that they can, you know, grow and scale and do the things in a the- the desires of their hearts. And so it's been such an awesome experience. I'm, you know, have a mastermind currently with this group of women who are absolutely incredible and to see them showing up bigger, bolder, brighter. It's just, it, it's so awesome to see that. And so that's what I'm really focused on right now. I'm really focused on helping other women do the same things that I've done because knowing how it's changed my life, it's so awesome to see the impact that it's having on other Women too.
0: Wow. That's incredible. So anyone listening, you know, we gotta, we're gonna include all of Tiffany's information in the show notes. So let's share with the audience how they can connect with you and, and find out more about you and follow along in your journey. Yeah. So you can come hang out with me on Instagram at the Tiffany Wynn.
1: And I have a group on Facebook where I love to hang out, awesome community
0: of ladies. And you can join at tiffanywinvip.com. Awesome. So thank you so much today. This conversation has just been incredible and so many takeaways. So I just want to thank you again for being, being the guest here and just shining your light because, you know, don't dim it. We want the whole world to see it and you have so much brightness in you. So thank you for being
1: here. Thank you so much. It was great.
0: Hey, it's Erin and Rachel. If you love what you're hearing,
1: and I know you are, be sure to subscribe, like, and review The Confident Woman Podcast. We
0: appreciate you listening. All right, thank you so much for listening to The Confident Woman Podcast. Um, For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's The Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.